0: So when I was a kid, I remember my mom and the people in church teaching me and all of the other kids that were growing up with me that when we pray, we need need to go on our knees and that we need to put our hands together and we need to bow our head and then talk to God as if, you know, you're talking to a judge or a king, you know, as in your uh, subordinate. And to some degree, you know, as I grew, that this makes sense. God is God Almighty. He's the king of the universe. And definitely God deserves our respect. We need to respect him. We need to fear him, not fear him in the sense of being afraid, but fear in the sense of respect. He deserves that from us being our creator and being, you know, our God. But the thing is the when I read the Bible and basically when I lived life when I grew and the situations of life became more complex and more difficult when when you get more exposed about the reality of the world and you get frustrated the fact of the matter is that I found it very hard that every time I wanted to speak to God I would go on my knees and put my hands together And I know I know this is more of a guidance for children, but to some degree, greater or lesser, many adults go through their lives talking to God as if they're talking to some stranger that they need to ask a favor from. But we need to understand that God is a relational being. So, the question is, how should we pray? I mean, what is prayer in the first place? Because it seems to be a very strict monologue of me talking to God, but is that what prayer is? Well, let's talk. If you really want to understand what prayer is, of course, you need to start by reading the Bible because the Bible speaks many, many times about prayer, especially Jesus taught a few times about prayer, and he encouraged his disciples to continuously pray because that connects you with God. Jesus himself prayed quite oftenly because he wanted to keep that connection to his father. And he taught us in a few places throughout the gospel books. How to pray and what is the purpose of it and one of the things that jesus mentioned is he talks about repeating he says you know don't repeat don't make vain repetitions like many do and you know that there's some some churches out there that they pray in a very monotonous uh, routine way and jesus in the bible is saying don't do that that's not what prayer is and then we don't really get much insights into Jesus's prayer, but we have a great insight into other people's prayers throughout the Bible that basically teach us indirectly our prayer looks like. And my favorite person in the Bible to learn about prayers is Moses. Because Moses, obviously a man of God, he was the man who God used to deliver Israel from bond, from Egypt. And he definitely had a lot of patience or at the very least, he definitely, you know, asked for a lot of patience and, you know, wisdom from God because he had a huge task. And I say that he's my favorite person to learn about prayer because Oftentimes Moses spoke, you know, he talked to God, he prayed, just as if he was talking to his brother or you know a, a family member. And I'm going to read here a portion of, uh, actually, not a portion. I'm going to read one of Moses' prayer, and then we're going to talk about this because it's it's actually funny to some degree and very interesting the approach that Moses take. And just to give you the concept, the context, sorry, we are in the book of Numbers, chapter 11. And here Israel had been just, you know, they had been in a three days journey through some mountains or, you know, some places that they were not happy about. They were tired. We don't have much context as to what exactly it was, but we know that they were just tired of walking or maybe they had a better idea of which way to take And they started complaining. They complained and complained and complained that, you know, maybe that wasn't the best route, that they were tired, they wanted to rest. So Moses, you know, talks to them, calms them down, and then they get hungry. And the people have been eating, by this point, a lot of manna. And manna, you know, is the bread that God uh, provided from heaven. And I guess they were just tired of manna. They were like, we want meat, 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 meat. We want meat, we're tired, we're hungry, we have cravings for meat. Where is the meat? We were eating better than this in Egypt and blah, blah, blah. And they just keep complaining and complaining. And after those two complaints, here comes Moses talking to God. And I'm going to start reading from verse 11 on. And it says this. So Moses said to the Lord, meaning he was praying. Why have you afflicted your servant? And why have I not found favor in your sight that you have laid the burden of all these people on me? Did I conceive these people? Did I beget them that you should say to me, carry them in your bosom as a guardian carries nursing a child? To the land in which you swore to their fathers, where am I to get meat to give to all these people? For they weep all over me saying, give us meat that we may eat. I am not able to bear all these people alone because the burden is too heavy for me. If you treat me like this, please kill me here and now. If I have found favor in your sight and do not let me see my wretchedness. So, needless to say, Moses was quite a bit frustrated by this point with the people. And in his prayer, he's just letting it all out in a respectful manner, but nonetheless, he's just letting it out. He's saying, God, I can't take this no more. If you, you know, if you're not going to fix this for me, just kill me. I don't even want to live anymore. And this is a very good, you know, verse to learn what prayer is, because prayer is exactly this. It's not about a routine or things that you need to say to God constantly. It's about telling God what's in your heart. I love how Ellen White in the book Steps to Christ talks about prayer. And she says the following. Prayer is the opening of the heart to God as to a friend. Not that it is necessary in order to make known to God what we are, but in order to enable us to receive him. Prayer does not bring God down to us, but brings us up to him. Uh, I mean, this is pretty self-explanatory. And this definitely is in harmony with what we just read about Moses talking to God. My friend, prayer is simply talking to God as to a friend. It's simply laying it out. All there. If you're frustrated, say it. If you're sad, say it. If you're angry, say it. Of course, as I said, we need to be, you know, mindful that you know God is God and we need to be respectful, but that does not mean that we can get angry or have some sort of you know a bit of attitude. God understands, Jesus walked here, Jesus can relate to the things that we face, to the problems that we have. That's one of the reasons Jesus came. He, he, You know, God being God, it is hard for us to fathom or imagine the idea that he can relate to us because he's God. But Jesus came, and Jesus came and became us, and he was tempted as we are tempted. So he definitely relates to us, and he definitely understands where we're coming from. So for sure, he will understand if you talk to him a little bit frustrated or angry. So next time you're thinking about praying, don't think about what is right or wrong to say. Just think about what do I feel now? What do I want to share with God? What, what, Where's my mind at? And of course, ask Him to guide you through whatever situation you're going in. And if you are asking, if you're asking God to talk to you, then combine prayer with reading the Bible because you talk to God by prayer. But God talks to you mainly, it's just one of the ways, through the Bible. After all, the Bible is the Word of God.